Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world today, I greet you in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. We are so ready to begin uh, this morning. I am a little discombobulated, but isn't that my usual way? So by his grace and power, we want to really get started. Good morning to those of you who have already entered the live studio. And to Sister Amy, I am sending you, if you don't mind, a co-host invitation so that you can join me and she will be our reader today. A very special and wonderful human being in my life. Someone that God has um, chosen to uh, give me fellowship with and it has been wonderful. I want you to know God's choice is always the best choice. I love it. Right. You just wait and watch how he fills up your life with just the right people. There is no way that we could ever be as astute in making friends or choices in our personal life. Uh, Sister Amy, I want you to go back and look at your um, look at your email and and link in through that email that I have sent you. I can see you. I know you're there, but it is not quite the one that puts you in the right position to read for us today. Good morning, Cherie. So glad you're here. I'm excited about that. And Kofi Aaron, hallelujah. God is good. You know, he also is reaching whomever he chooses to reach with my pod, this podcast, not mine, his. Um, and therefore, you know, whatever, whatever comes, whoever comes, I'm always excited and happy about it because I know that God is doing what God is doing and not what Phyllis is doing and I don't want him to do what I would be doing because why I would be so off for sure. I think we can see but really and truly we don't see except with the physical eye and God has granted us the privilege to be able to behold a few things in his creation. This is wow what a show for a reason we call it wow because we can behold the beauty and the magnificence of his presence every day all day in the world, this earth that he prepared for us to live in. And we see the mountains and the trees and the, you know, the hills and the just little blades of grass, I'm telling you, can absolutely inspire and spark the uh, the awareness that God is our creator. God is our father. God is everywhere. And without him, would we be? That's the question. And I must tell you, my answer to that question is always no. <laughs> and so he's been very kind to make it possible for us to um, be redeemed, redeemed for all. And, you know, that's a whole nother uh, uh, discussion and conversation. And I know that it would be a conversation because those of us who are here are no doubt already established in the fact that God has redeemed us. And if you are here and you have not established that, we're your peeps, just call on us. We would love to talk it through. Not that we are scholars, we are not. We are those who experience the redeemed life and are in fellowship with our Father and would love to have you also understand and know his love beyond anything that you can know in life that would be so fulfilling or satisfying. So here I am. Wow, <clears throat> what a show. The podcast, live podcast, excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me, you know, in the morning I have the frog thing going on. <clears throat> so I'm trying, to, I thought I was all done. I got up early this morning to submit Sister Amy so I could get rid of it. But um, here I am also making these grunts and moans, but uh, thank you for your patience. So good morning, uh, Sister Amy. Good morning, Sister Phyllis. And I know that you know that I am so glad that you're here, but I restated Sister Amy is a wonderful person um, in Christ. She is confident in prayer 
And let me tell you, you want someone like Sister Minister Amy on your side. You know, I'm not really good with the minister can your titles because I grew up in the in the Catholic Church and we only had one title that was for the priest. So <clears throat> I I have I stumble still at that. But nonetheless, uh, Sister Amy is is a really good friend, and she's going to read for us from chapter 13 of the Proverbs. Now, Minister Amy, if you want to say anything. Uh, to preface your your beginning, please do. But I hand it now to you, and I say we'll dive in as you drive us forward. Amen. Amen. Good morning. And I, I cannot begin reading without saying that Sister Phyllis is um, a very lovable and kind person. That's all I can say. And she and 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 they have we have this uh, it's a scripture that we refer to often that iron sharpeneth iron. And um, she mm. is my she is my iron and, and the most loving kind iron I've ever met. So there it is. Amen. Um, going forth in Proverbs. <laughs> 13 um i it, it it throughout i have since we've been um listening to it being read and and going back and and really delving into it uh deeper i have noticed that these two things come up this rich and poor this this poor and rich and and i really uh believe that those words are repeated for a reason and so I'm, I, I will ask, or if you would just indulge me a bit as, we, as I read through, to really let your ears perk up and take note when he's speaking of poor or rich. And, and, and I think that that will, um, I think it will, it will enrich our discussion. Amen. <laughs> um, okay, Good. Proverbs 13, and it begins on this wise. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner, heareth not rebuke. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. The soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. A righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, but wickedness overthroweth the sinner. There is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing. There is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. The ransom of a man's life are his riches but the poor heareth not rebuke. The light of the righteous rejoiceth, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well advised is wisdom. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. I, I, that one hit me. I had to stop there. I mean, they all yes. did. But this yes. one stopped me. Um, and the reason it did is because, you know, we, 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 I, I know many are familiar with the um, poem even, What Happens to a Dream Deferred. And I believe yes. it's by, um, I hope I'm, I have the right one, but I've always thought it was um, James Baldwin. I don't know why, but it might be Langston Hughes. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that, that, that uh, the hope deferred maketh the heart sick. It really stops you right there because you think about hope and 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 hope is this is this bright light within you that that really is pressing towards something that you desire to have very much and and when i and when i but what it also brought to mind for me is um our even the comparison of before christ before christ before jesus christ came and um after he came and, 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 and did and finished the work upon the cross came first his coming 
was such news was such before he even be, be, you know before he was even born it was it was already it was already um uh prophesied that he would come and then um his arrival was 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 um spoken to kings of of other nations and and it was it was such a a great uh hope and expectation and the angels came and announced and so so that we had been hoping for him to come the the world had been groaning for a safe and and so that but but in the midst of that time before he came I'm sure that there were the time went on and time went on and and they were looking and they were waiting and yet they were the, the hope was coming but it felt and might have felt at times in those dark times that when will he come when shall he come shall he come you know and then um, when he did came, and then when when Jesus did come, and even in, I'm doing the bigger part first, but I'm going to get personal. Um, it um, and the, when he did when he did come, the rejoicing and the expectations, and the and 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 then uh, him coming and and healing and 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 him and him speaking life and and teaching and preaching and making the gospel uh plain to everyone and going out to everyone it wasn't withheld from anybody it was it was just amazing jesus christ here on earth his presence of the the prophecy fulfilled you know and then the the salvation of all our the you know the the paying the price for all of our sins um dying through over on the cross and raise and raising up on the third day and so um when that happened he he is absolutely he is the tree of life he is the bread of heaven he is the bread of life and so that that scripture really in one sentence in this one verse it, it speaks precisely the, our condition before Christ, where our heart is just sick. We are sin sick. We are heart sick. We are we are mind sick. We're just we're just broken. We've just been beat up by by the world and and by the choices we've made. And then and then he it, he comes. Life comes. We receive eternal life. We receive new life. We receive the indwelling of Holy Spirit, the blood of the Lamb, and so it just it just stopped me, and um and it, it causes you to think of of, of that transition from from um it, um those of us who have have received Christ, and I believe mo most many and most of us here have, and those of us who are seeking Him. That's the first step to that to that heart be it becoming less sick, and the more you start seeking and listening, faith comes. The more you start realizing and seeing, your eyes are open and your heart desires Him, and you cry out and you're ready to invite Him in. It is amazing. It is life. It is the tree of life. And the thing about a tree is it's constantly growing. It's life more abundant. It gets fuller and fuller. They have this song, sweeter, sweeter as the days go by. And it is so. Mm. And so anyway, I, um, that, uh, that really, I had to stop right then and there in the midst of that one. Um, Praise God. So Amy, came, that, that was beautifully uh, stated. And I want to ask if you have on your headset. Yes, I do. Is it causing me okay. to come out? No, 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 no. It's it's okay. I just want to double check. You go right ahead. It's okay. beautifully stated, and we're going to get back to it, of course. Thank you. The Thank poem you. is Langston Hughes, by the Langston way. Langston Hughes. Okay. <laughs> yes, Amen. yes. Yes. I wasn't sure, Praise but I God. knew. I I knew that it it that that po that poem had to have been inspired by that. Yes, by that deferred make it the yeah. heart sick it's just uh, yes. it's it's truly tells of our journey um Amen. 13 moving on verse 13 whoso mm -hmm. despiseth the despiseth the word shall be destroyed but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded the law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death good understanding giveth favor but the way of transgressors is hard. Every prudent man dealeth with knowledge, but a fool layeth open his folly. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is help. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is abomination to fools to depart from evil. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, 
but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. And I wanted to read um, that verse 23 from um, my New King James, only because that phrase, there is that is destroyed for want of judgment may not necessarily be um, clear. I had to read it again to be sure with it when there was, I thought I had it, but I thought that particular verse I would read um, uh, in uh, New King James, much food is the fallow ground of the poor and for lack of justice, there is waste. And so um, that, that was the only one that I read definitely. I'm moving on in King James, verse 24. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. The righteous eateth to the satisfaction of their soul, but the belly of the wicked shall want. There endeth the verse, the blessed verse um, of the the scripture, um, Proverbs 13. Amen. Amen. Beautiful, God. Yes, yes. So beautifully done. Thank you. And of course, your comments are more than welcome. You can do with us this morning whatever the Lord is leading you to say and do. You know, we are here. Um, I, I, yeah, I love the fact that you stopped on um, hope deferred uh, maketh the heart sick. There was a time, Amy, in my life when hope had been deferred. I don't know if I knew this scripture at that time, but definitely I believe that we all enter a phase of life when it seems we do not know which way to go. And this happened for me uh, not as a teenager, which I kind of think I lived in a little bit of that in my teen years, but definitely when I hit 21, 22, you know, and I was chasing the dream and uh, things did come together for for a bit, but then they kind of fell apart, you know, Mm. and then, um, so it wasn't that good things were not happening. It is that the fulfillment that I was, I guess, seeking was not there. And um, so I read Langston Hughes's poem I think before I read the proverb, the bar, I remember that Amen. proverb, I, you Amen. know. I and so same. this morning, yeah, and I remember thinking, oh my goodness, right? Or I may have had, I don't, I can't remember anymore, but the poem says, what happens to a dream deferred? Now, this is this is important because we have a we have a constant um, visitor to our studio who is going to uh, he's chosen out of only I think he said there might have been people chosen but only three actually get to do this that he's doing and the one point that he made over and over again is that in listening and sharing with us and knowing Christ he has learned that glory to God. His dreams are valid. You see, Glory. the dream is valid. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. And it isn't that, you know, we don't necessarily realize the dream exactly as we dream it, but we realize the fulfillment that surrounds that thing that we're seeking because, you see, God has the dream. Woo! He has my the mind. dream already. My, my. Amen. Isn't Amen. that beautiful? It's already planted there before the foundations of the world. God say he has ordained good works for his own. And we are his, you see. And so those good works are our fulfillment. And those dreams do come to fruition. There are uh, Shreese's in the audience. Light Touch is there. And they were part of a dream. It was a, a vision within me. 
and the Lord just surrounded me with people who heard it and I didn't have to do a thing. They just kind of ran with it, you know. <laughs> and when I when I have my dear my dear Shreese uh, is going to come and talk with me and I shan't give away the um, plot here, but I didn't even know her. I, I, she was in Mississippi. I was in New Jersey. I didn't know her. We were connected by a mutual uh, uh, acquaintance for me, a good friend. And that's how God put her in my life. And the blessing of her being there is beyond what I could ever have found on my own. I'm telling you, the dream is already planted. God knows it and he will bring it to pass. And just because you mentioned it, I'm thinking I ought to just go ahead and read this poem. Would you like for me to do that? Please. Please do. Amen. <laughs> okay. So Langston Hughes, you know, he's a, a prolific writer for uh, the people, the, the cause of our, our our rejection in this world. Oh, before I read it, Light Touch says the appetites of the wicked are always wanting more. Avarice is there. Okay. She's, she's responding to another verse, I think. But anyway, he, this one reads, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun? or fester like a sore, and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat, or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load, or does it explode? And you know what? I believe we are living in the days when four Black people, especially our, the younger generation, yes. who has not experienced uh, the 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 light of Christ's love as we did, you know, young, the older generation lived in, in the church. The yes. life was in the church. And I'm just speculating here. Someone else could have a different uh, a viewpoint and I would totally accept it. But mm -hmm. I believe that that dream deferred is exploding for many of our young people. They aspire to what they cannot attain because mm -hmm. of the uh, rejection the systemic yes. rejection of this nation, uh, yes. the, the, and, they, and they think that they are received, but but they are not quite, and they don't understand the strategies to get there. So, Aim, I'm so glad you brought that out this morning. We want to uh, remember that there is a generation of young people who need the wisdom of God in order to navigate their way in a chaotic a rejecting, non-loving uh, you know, uh, world. And it isn't that we always didn't need it. We did. We always needed it, right? Yes. And we were more prone to it in a, in a time when tradition was far more settled, the traditions of our Christian faith. Uh, so, okay, with that, I say, get light touch. Could you tell us what verse you're referring to? Because I do like what you said here. Amen. And Amy uh, can expound on it. She says the appetites of the wicked are always wanting more. Avarice is their uh, nemesis, but the word of God satisfies true righteous, the true righteous. Absolutely. Is that an overall statement or, or is that uh, in response to one verse in particular? She'll come in in a minute. So any more Oh, you want to pick up on any more of these uh, verses? Because that one truly oh, oh, <laughs> got to, it that got was, to me yes, too. That, had, that one was so rich. I I was um, yeah. I was in that verse seven, which was what made me when I began um, think about uh, this rich and poor. Um, and, um, and so it was uh, Proverbs thirteen verse seven, and it says, "There is that make it, there is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing." <laughs> There is that mm -hmm. maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. And yes. um, I that that caught my attention because those words, every, well, every word, every single word, it could just be <laughs> why. It, I'm t I've learned that, mm -hmm. yes, or mm -hmm. oh, um, yay, yes. I'm telling you. So anyway, <laughs> but the point is that what caught mine is the, is the rich and the poor and how he knows that many of, uh, many and most of us I think all, I'll take a chance and say all, have a immediate um, response to the word rich and an immediate mm -hmm. response to the word poor, an immediate understanding mm -hmm. or, or something that we attribute to that word, right? So yes. um, 
he and he knows that we think of it in dollar well i do in dollars and riches and all those things as far as the word rich and both of them in that in that sense which is which is pretty um elementary i'm sure um but um when he speaks of it he wants he's to me it seems as though he really wants to change our i know that he wants to change our view of what it means to be rich and what it means mm -hmm. to be poor. And so what he's saying to us is um, those that, that make themselves rich, that, that, that um, consider themselves great, considers themselves to acquired and to be um, in the catbird seat, so to speak, of, of, of a circumstance or of, a pos of possessions or, or in this journey, they find themselves rich. They're, they're always feeling as though they've added everything that they have all they need, their self, self you know, loves lots of people prefer to, um, to give the, all of their um, success or all of their, all of what makes them great with the fact that I did it all myself. I, I, I accomplished yes. all these things myself. I, I, I is what I'm saying, a focus on I is 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 kind yeah. of what what I think he is. He, I I believe that the Lord is is causing us to stop and to be careful of. And then, um, um, he and so he says that all of that kind of thinking, all of that sort of um, moving in that understanding of yourself and your circumstances, um, it 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 has they you have nothing when you do that. It's almost mm. like having nothing at all. And so, but yet there is um, there is that there is that maketh himself poor mm -hmm. and poor we when we hear that nobody wants to be poor i don't want to be called poor i don't want to say my house is poor any of those things but that's not mm -hmm. that it's not an assessment of things it's not as that it's really a, the spirit you know it's really you realizing that as that with the song no matter how high we get we'll still be looking so far up at him yes. <laughs> up to him you know yes. and and yes. it's it's a matter of humble 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 in and mm. not get not uh taking not not seeking to puff your own self up or elevate your own self but to be humble and to look up and to hear what God is saying and how he is leading. And when we do that, when we, when we stop this self-effort, even if we could be doing this, I, I'll say myself, I could mm -hmm. be doing this even with good mm -hmm. intentions. Like I, oh, well, I should know this. Well, I, it's time for me. You know what? They probably need me. I should get, you know, and I'm going on yes, ahead yes. saying the things that I can do to get God's work done, you know? And, yes, that, and, yes. and yet when you humble yourself, when you be still, when you look up to him, like the, like, you know, as a deer panting for the water or, or just as you just look up, he will get, he will, he will make that plain to you. He will break. And then you'll be able to point to him. You'll be able to point mm. to him when people ask because you know, he did it. And so, amen. I just thought that that amen. was that poor and rich. We should, we, it, it might help to think in terms of that. When we humble ourselves, amen. we are rich. And when we, it, when we exalt ourselves, we become poor. Glory to God is so true. It is so true. And that pride, we talked about it last night in, in chapter 12. Pride mm -hmm. just eats a man alive. And uh, we're so unaware that that's what it's doing. And, and the other part, you know, is it, I think people really believe that they can couch or hide behind um, what the true condition of their heart is. Yeah. But you really can't. Because when you respond in however you respond, it's really quite evident to all around, except you, you think you're hiding, <laughs> well, you, not you out there, but the person who's doing this, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, so that is a really excellent point. I love that you, that you made that. <clears throat> and uh, so we are, we're duly uh, chastised here, or duly made aware. And we thank God that he's doing this for us. See, he says the richest, right? The, the righteous, where is it? I was just reading it. Oh my goodness. A righteous man will receive instruction and will love you for giving it to him, right? Amen. But that other person, the scoffer, the proud, mm. if you try to reprove them in like manner, they will hate you. Yes. And we ask the Lord this morning to give us the discernment to know when 
we are speaking with righteous men, if we have a reproof for them. And then we ask him to let us speak in ways that are easily received and not in contentious manner or not in um, a condemnation, not in me pointing the finger. You know, it's always very, to me, prudent if we recognize before someone that we are sharing a reproof, if we also recognize that we are, for the moment, in the seat of advisement, but in the next moment, I could need advisement. You see, we are not better than, but we are bearing, yeah, with one another. We are helping each other to make this journey. So you grab me by the arm when you think I'm going to fall, and I grab you by the arm when I think you're going to fall. And then that reciprocity will be always in flow, and we will love one another for being a part of that journeying team. May God be praised. Yes, it's a wonderful thing. Good. That was so good because it is, it, 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 it really, he, you know, um, he, he intends for us, even, you know, we have various scriptures. Mm-hmm. I know one in particular, if you, even about if you have art with your neighbor, how you first go mm-hmm. to them and you, you try to help them to understand, you know, the offense mm-hmm. that they, that you have received from them. And then if that, if that, if they don't receive it, then you go and get another. Now, this is not you going and saying, you know, coming to them and an angry, contentious spirit saying, you're saying, listen, I was hurt by, you know, you're coming with that, you're coming humbly to them and open and honest, but in love, like, let's resolve this. I know that this is not who you are. It's just something that we've done. I do things that don't really show who I am on the inside, but I, I, I err. I fall, I fall apart. I love that uh, word to err is human, but to forgive is divine. Mm. You know, I mean, because, uh, it, you know, it, anyway, but um, um, mm. the, the, scriptures, the, the scripture says it all best, but it's just when you have a reference that is familiar to you, it just makes it all the more plain and you take it in all the more. But um, yes, I, I, I really, I really do love the way you say that this is a journey to be taken together. He said, do not forsake yes. the assembly and assembly. I, well, I'm going somewhere else, but assembly often <laughs> when I used to hear it because of tradition, I thought assembly coming to prayer meeting, coming to church and those things, of course, is an assembly. But really, I believe do not forsake the habit of coming together, discussing and sharing and um and 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 throughout your day you know making the phone calls or just having times when you get together in a social setting and you just yes and you just kind of share openly and safely in a safe and loving environment with one another that is fellowship that is that is that is um how we walk this journey together and and encourage and are able to tell each other when we've when we've slipped up or 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 you know in that kind of Mm-hmm. That kind of brother and sisterhood of of of, of Christ type thing there. Um, amen. Beautifully done, beautifully done. Uh, and the word social uh, really and truly it may, may imply in one man's heart or mind that we are now sort of like in the what secular kind of party hearty kind of mood, but it is not that. Social simply means interacting with each other. It is being in an environment where others are. You are in association. And believe it or not, when I read um, the book of Acts and see the coming together of the church, and then I read through Corinthians, Galatians, and <laughs> Romans, I mm. realize also that in the in the divine uh, compilation of this thing God calls his church, there is the social, the gathering together yes. in exactly the way that you've just described. Let one man have a song, a word, um, and what else is, and everyone else uh, stands by and proves the, the stuff that's coming out. Amen. It isn't quite what we are experiencing now when you come together, right? It's in Corinthians and I, I'm not going to take time to find it, but uh, yes. I, I will for next time. And Amen. so the, the, the idea of coming together here in one person preach, you know, and, mm. you know, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday kind of doesn't 
get it from me. Now, I want you to write me. I do want the comments. I want you to help me to formulate what I believe church should be look like um, and supply as opposed to what we have become accustomed to. Um, <clears throat> and as much as Catholicism is criticized, I have to tell you that that mass is never going to be more than an hour. It is never going to be more than an hour because it is really only communion. And that by that, I mean the sharing of, of taking the body and blood of Jesus Christ, the remembrance of that. That is the mass. Everything else in Catholicism is social. Whether that's right or wrong, it is, or whether it's the full picture or not, it is at least a part of the picture. And that was the thing that I missed when I came into the Protestant way. So um, I'm not criticizing it. I'm simply saying we are the recipients of God's word, not just some people over there. We have also received it. And how will we live it out, right? Without mm. fellowship, you can't live it out. Forsake not the, the gathering of yourselves together for such is the manner of some. We mm. are supposed to do it. How we do it, though, is how we perceive God's call for fellowship. And so I love what we're doing right now. In reading the Proverbs together, I am myself, uh, and not that I am, you know, so different, but I, what I am is a progenitor of this podcast and trying to be led by the Lord and you guys coming alongside and being with me. This is just, oh my gosh, the value of this for me is beyond what I can even uh, describe. And, and so I thank you, everyone who comes in those I know and those that I do not know. And let me tell you, there are many that I don't know who give good word, uh, you know, their comments are phenomenal. So and good. I praise and thank the Lord for it. Amen. Every one of you, if you have a word to share or a question to ask, please do so. These moments are a dining into God's word. We are eating his word together. We are receiving it. We are ingesting it. We are, you know, ruminating and turning it over in our heads. And yes, somebody takes the lead. That's always the case. In every gathering, there's going to be a host, you see. But together, together, we come to uh, understanding of several of these, these wisdom statements. Amy, thank you so much. This is beautiful. I love the way you're bringing it out. Now, I, my eyes fall on verse 10 because, of course, you know, my Bible is all marked up. And so when I go yeah. back and read that, I, I wonder why I, I highlighted the thing. And here it is. Verse 10 says, um, only by pride cometh contention, <gasps> but with the well advised, there is wisdom. Now, this is very important, right? Because remember I told you, I said before that um, um, that conflict is a part of every relationship. At some point, there has to be some tension. Why? Because people are becoming united of mind and heart in Christ. But God has given us all our own uh, mechanism of receiving and processing, processing more. How I perceive a thing has everything to do with, you know, the way God has made me and my personality, you know, mm -hmm. and yes. my experience, a lot of factors, right? Yes. If I, if I hold to myself in pride so much, my particular point of view, there is no room for the Lord to speak to me. Mm. And I am speaking to myself. It is important that we are able to share because with wisdom in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. We read that in the former chapter. <clears throat> it is not it's not sufficient to have your own mind about a thing. You mm. have to open up and hear. Now, it may be that God resolves a question or a matter in the way that you first perceived it or are close to it, but it may be also and highly likely that he will use the compilation of thought 
to bring you to a solid and wonderful divine choice. I've learned early in life in my theater experience. I was choreographer for theatrical productions. And let me tell you, my choreography was greatly enhanced by the director's vision of that choreography. You see, you sit and you talk about what it's going to be. The same is definitely true. If I mean, if it's true in the world, it's got to be even truer, right? In, yes. in God's providence and his ways, because really and truly we take our ways. The world understands teamwork. I just got to tell you. And the, uh, now they don't understand it in the righteous way that God has, has uh, uh, to, uh, to allowed us to move in it. But they do understand that you come together. And ultimately, there's some stuff going on in there. I'm not at all highlighting or saying be that at all. But I'm saying in the coming together, we have to drop this thing we call pride. My way is not the way. The way is God's way. And God has gifted his people, severally gifted. And so when we come together, the the, the way that God gives you a perception of whatever is to come together is definitely to be shared. And then the resolve of all things, I believe, is filled by the coming, the presence of, of God's spirit there. And I, I just, you know, I just had to bring that one out because yes. pride is the, isn't it the undergirding of the fall of every man? Before pride goes before fall. That's what the Bible Amen. says. Yes. <laughs> Yes. yes, we can't afford it. We can't afford it. We cannot. And Amen. Oh, so true. Amen. And and I'm so glad you brought because that did catch my attention. And I I I got uh, distracted by uh, not distracted, but I got drawn to some others and forgot. But what happened mm-hmm. in that one is I stopped. I knew contention was trouble or issues or whatever, but I looked the word up. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I just I just gotta get like a specific definition, not just like oh I gotta <laughs> I got a roundabout idea. And it's a strong <laughs> arguing, like in and strong arguing and so when you were saying how that applied to how we'll hold to something that we kind of constructed our own understanding of it may even be of Mm -hmm. the word or of of what the lord is intending for us to do or whatever and when you Mm -hmm. um are not open to hear you're not only are you not open to ear here but you actually attack it you know because that's how i took it with this strong argument that means you're really fighting it so just imagine if you have the wrong understanding of what God is doing and you and he's told you, but you were so sure in your pride that you had it with the moment you heard whatever you thought you heard or read whatever it was mm-hmm. you read. And now the person with whom um, the person who does have at least a portion of what God is saying, because I believe that mm-hmm. he puts a piece in all of us for us to come together, um, that they have at least a portion and you're actually not fighting them. You're you know, you already, you hear me, you, ah. you already know what it is, man. That's what, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. There I go. I'm sorry. I'm anyway. Um, <laughs> amen. Amen. Oh, so this is, this is Sister Amy when the Lord really means for her to get that point across. <laughs> Absolutely. We know exactly amen. where you're going. <laughs> amen. And that's amen. the thing. Remember when the Lord told, um, uh, Samuel. Samuel was so distressed that Israel had wanted a king. Yes. They were rejecting him. And and Samuel goes to the Lord. He tells them, they, they, you know, they want a king. And the Lord said, don't worry. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. My we Lord. must really, I'm telling my you, Lord. I'm telling you, I, if there's any doubt in my heart, right, I am not going there over my brothers, nor my sisters, nor my pastor, nor my deacon, or none of them folks. You know, and you can recognize, you can recognize a person's error. You can yes. see they're wrong. And, and the Lord has given us the discernment to see it, right? But yes. then to um, re- reject them or oppress them or whatever, because you don't know where they are in their walk with God. We don't know what God we is doing know. with them. Amen. We don't have a clue. We just have to wait, right? And if we are really 
uh, godly. We'll, we'll bow our heads right quick and say, God, have mercy on me first, right? And yes, then Lord. have mercy on my brother or my sister. They yes. are in error. This is a blatant wrong. So, Father, I'm asking you to con convict them in it. Let them yes. see Jesus. their way. And let me continue in truth and righteousness. I Amen. need to continue there. And Amen. then by by whatever maybe I do or one other of your saints do or somebody that you put around them, let's love them back too. Amen. Right? A righteous path. That's yes. now it's a high calling. Let me tell you guys, you are well chosen. God didn't make a mistake when he redeemed us. He knows who we are and he knows what he wants to do in us. And therefore, when we walk in in his guidance when we walk in the embrace and love of our Lord, he is going to require you to be above the stature of the usual. Amen. He is going to require you to walk like he was. Isn't that an amazing thought? My Until Lord. we all come in the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ. That's where he's taking us. Hallelujah. That's our journey to walk until we arrive and we walk in unity and they will know Jesus Christ said that we are one by our love. They'll know us because we are going to love that like God. We're going to love like that. Honey, and let me tell you how challenged I am. I used to say I had a, I had the uh, miracle, the gift of loving people. Where, where did I get that from? I don't even know. I used to just get along with folks. It was you know a prophecy. I mean? It was a prophetic. You were speaking. You were speaking the prophetic over yourself in, in Jesus' name. Well, Amen. thank God I did because I soon found out that that gift was not present. Mm -hmm. I had to fast and pray like everybody else to bring into uh, even the view of love that was in my heart, you know. And yes. I, it's a, it's a battle. It's a fight. You have to yes, continue. We have Jesus. to continue to say, Lord God, make my heart nail you. Give it the heart of flesh that you promised Jesus. so that you can mold in me and I will be more like you. Absolutely. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. Sister yes, Amy, Lord. you got us going, girl. Let's keep it's going. Let me not oh, <laughs> take I over you. I tell you, that was good. And mm. I, I pray the same. I thought I had the same um, mis misinterpretation or understanding of my heart as well. <laughs> and man, my heart is quite the opposite, but all by myself. But yet, I am pressing. I am pressing. Bless God. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, the, um, but first is to recognize. First is to, uh, first is to come down. Humbly come down and say, you know, what wow mm -hmm. lord totally the opposite of what i thought amen um yes, um, yes. moving forward <laughs> i was on to um to to uh the um the where was it the poverty i was thinking while you were speaking it that the, that the lord really mm -hmm. is repeating that and the things that he repeats um are are very um important for us to take note and in in 13 18 Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction. Poverty and shame. But he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. Mm. And so we really, that he really wants us to understand the value of reproof, to understand the value of chastisement, to understand, you know, the love and what he is, what, what, why, the why, and what he is doing and the why of it. And it is because mm -hmm. his desire is for that, for that second portion of that verse to be you, you know, poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction. But, but there's that word that our, our Reverend Dr. Grayson made so, so clear to us that he mm -hmm. cuts that thought short and, and tells us what, what, what is the end, what is, what is to be our end, what he desires to be our end. He that regar mm -hmm. regardeth reproof shall be honored our end he wants us to end our end to walk in honor for us to be in honor you know and so um it just uh i that really um seems to be um said over and over um to us and even what it comes behind is in 13 uh 22 a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. 
Mm. So it's it, it it he's really telling he's really telling us that this is an inheritance. This is something that remains. This is something that goes on. Um, if we if we if you know if we if we walk if we walk in him the way that he's you know in his in his in his in his guidance and his chastisement and in in his reproof and we and we and we press to 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 humble ourselves under it and to be and to and and to um seek to walk in his in his law and to, to walk as he guides us in the light you know um then there is there is there is much recompense of reward there is reward that goes on um through generations following us and so um, I just, uh, I just uh, really, it's good to meditate right, on that. Good. It's good to, it's good to not feel so, we, we are, it's going to, it's going to hurt a little bit. It might hurt a lot of bit mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, just to realize, <laughs> to realize, well, to realize that, man, Lord, I sure went far left on that. And, and you know what, Lord, <laughs> it seems as though it happens without even my even when I've just finished praying and just and, and, and deciding that I, I want to walk this way and yet a trigger will happen or something will happen. But nevertheless, um, what I'm trying to say is, mm -hmm. is that is that is the, the beauty of a father and child, um, because he brings that even it's even mentioned like we spare not his rod. If you spare not the rod, he hateth you. But the word says mm. he chastises those whom he loves. See, love, love. See, we're still learning that. Well, I feel as though we're still learning that word. And I can, mm -hmm. you know, I can get carried away. But nevertheless, I do. Mm -hmm. I do hear that resonating in all of Proverbs. But it, 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 as I read Proverbs 13, it seems as though, as I guess as we move onward, um, the, it, it begins to um, increase the level of awareness in our hearts of what God Amen. wants to impart to us. Amen. Isn't it a beautiful thing? The repetition of these precious um, statements, this, this, this wisdom for life, uh, dropping down into the very depths of our soul, our being, and then nourishing our spiritual life so that we are guided and led more by God's wisdom than by the wisdom of our flesh or the world. Uh, of course, mm -hmm. our flesh is in league with the, with the world, so it's the wisdom of the world for sure. May the Lord our God add to us these words and may we uh, really and truly grow hereby. May these words nourish us for sure. I just wanted to connect um, verse, let's see, where is it? Verse 19 is a completion of verse 12 in a way. So Sister Ain started there, hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Verse 19 says, the desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to depart from evil. Listen, I would say uh, sort of in, I don't know, maybe Aim you will sum up, but in my summation here, that a verse 14 kind of pulls it together with this. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. That's why God has given us the law, his, mm. his wisdom. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from death. Now, we think of death as, you know, okay, no more, no more living. They died today or, you know, they've gone on those statements but death is really walking apart from god death is not having an an awareness a spiritual awakening god turns on your spirit because we are dead in trespasses and sins and yes. then he quickens us in the spirit so that our communion with him completes who we are and we walk that way so as to avoid the death of life i was walking downtown one day in the, in a little city i lived in well, Camden, and I, I love downtown Camden. It's a beautiful little historic, sweet little space, right? Mm. Now, when people think of Camden, they only think of death, but there's much more to that little city than that, though there is yeah. that. And I'm walking down, and I saw 
oh my goodness, you could just see. Okay, so I could take it to Philadelphia. I could take it to uh, parts of the cities in New Jersey, all of them. And the Lord, I heard the Spirit loud and clear say, look at the walking dead. Look at the walking dead. My, my. Yeah. We are functioning and we're doing stuff like we are so alive, you know. Wow. <laughs> and we feel alive too. <laughs> but yeah. without God, truly, dead in trespasses and sins. And then for, for sure, those people who are not walking with God do some good things. They do some great things. We oh, yes. The fruits. Mm-hmm. That's right. He gives them like he gives us. And yes, so sir. there are many things that we can see. But without God, truly, ultimately, we are dead in our own way. And we're living by our own way. And so we want to, to allow the Lord. We want to come in and ask him to quicken us so yes. that we are in communion with him. And wouldn't you just know a city that is ruled by the righteous man rejoices, yes. but a city that's ruled by the wicked cries out. They are, we are, we are in, we suffer and we are suffering we are a suffering. lot in many communities. Lord, yes. Lord. yes, yes, yes. So sister Aim, I'm finished. You go Amen. on and take us out, please, ma'am. Amen. I believe that um, there is so much more always in his mm. word, but I think that's sufficient unto this day. Oh, God, I really do. Is we have this discussion that we have had and um, and and we just pray to um, the one who loves loves wisdom one who uh, truly uh, desires to be humble um, and receive God's loving chastisement so yes, that he yes, may yes, get yes. the fruit out of our lives so that we shall bear much fruit unto the, until the, um, the kingdom and that God be glorified and that all shall see him and receive him. And so um, it was a wonderful discussion and I pray that, um, I pray that everyone uh, really did um, hear and receive um, that bread of heaven in a way that it will just bless them mighty, pressed down and overflowing, shaken together. Amen. Amen. I do pray and ask you, I implore you as a matter of fact, to invite some younger people or other people that you know who may not know Christ. And don't, you know, don't, don't invite them to a, uh, say, don't, you know, don't go up and say, you know, we, we have a church on, you don't do, don't Ooh. try to do it in such a way as to really <laughs> entice them. Say, we're having a good time. You want to join this good time we're having as we read through the Proverbs. It's just wisdom. Come and receive wisdom. You know, because I believe that young people don't read the Bible and they don't hear it. Um, now, that is not altogether true. We have very uh, young people who are using hip hop to uh, spread the gospel. I was listening to a a piece last night. It was so cleverly done and it was so hip hop, but um, you know, so it gets your attention, those rhythms and you know, that clever uh, 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 speaking. But you know, I'm not clever like that. However, the Proverbs are even cleverer than that. So Mm -hmm. invite someone. Yes, I would would love it if if young people the younger generation, I'm not talking about, you know, teenagers for sure, but I really am talking about those 40-year-olds and those 50-year-olds and those 30-year-olds who are still chasing that of the void. They're chasing a void and, and they can only fill it with with uh, God and what God will do in them. So um, I want to read through back, uh, back through some of the comments because when we uh, upload this, to the uh, episode list altogether, they'll go up all all at once. So it's going to take you know maybe a month or so, uh, and there will be some editing going on. So it won't happen right away. But when we upload it, I would love for these comments to be included. So I'm starting with the top. Uh, uh, our sister Reem says, "Hallelujah, He is the bread of life." Honest to goodness, and we could make that also a discussion. He is really the substance of life. And she says, I cannot imagine life without hope. No, because we talked about hope. The the, the, the uh, very one that you started with, Sister Ames, a verse, what was it, uh, 12? Yes. I think it was, when hope yes. is deferred. Yes. Hope is put off when it doesn't come through. And um, uh, so thank you for sharing the show. Okay, I'm sorry, that was me. So 
something else you said. And you see, these are better better stated when they are right in the in the verse. But today I was not um, I wasn't watching. So so true, wonderfully stated, Sister P. Something I said. Thank you very much for that. The appetites of the wicked are always wanting more. Avarice is their nemesis, but the word of God satisfies the righteous. Light touches just full of little wisdoms that she told me that is in response to verse 23 she wrote uh, yes all the way down there and then sister reams says god is like and more than a master chess player in fact god is the master chess player <laughs> yes he does yes yes um and then we go god truly fulfills the hope the necessary the necessity of life. Hope is a necessity. That's right. We must live in hope. And Reem says that our discussion reminded her of the Beatitudes. I guess something we said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, Amen. good, good, good. Oh, yes. Because, yes. God, God's mind is on the poor, the destitute, and the downtrodden. He really does care. When we read through Psalms, we see that. When we read through um, Isaiah uh, chapter 58 and before, 55, Ho, everyone that thirst, come ye to the waters, come and buy without price. You don't need money for this. Come on. And then when you do, he uplifts He uplifts us and he gives us the joy, the peace, the hope and all those things the forgiveness that we are searching for. And um, hallelujah. We are talking here today. Iron sharpening iron in practice. Amen. That's what we want to accomplish in our in our discussions. Um, The golden apples are delicious this morning. (laughs) Thank you. Our our live series here is apples of gold. We're going to get to it. It is a proverb. Amen. Thank you. And amen. God's way is the only way his word states. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. One more time, we invite you to come in. uh, Shreese writes beautiful word. I have a training shortly. Love it. Thank you so much for coming. God bless you. Excellent show. God bless our day. Yes, as we go. All Sister Amy, rich, rich, rich. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. May the Lord our God bless and recompense your time according as you have given us here. Father, we thank you so much. God, we thank you for this wonderful table, for this moment to just dine and be together in the unity of your spirit. And I ask you, my Savior, in the name of Jesus Christ, to bless Tony Richie wherever he is. Give him the the confidence in the spirit to go forth and and be your ambassador wherever he is in this moment. And for all those who've entered our studio, I ask your blessings upon their lives. I ask you draw them to yourself, Lord God, and let them know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you love them as much as you have ever loved anyone else. Lord, there you are no respecter of persons. And then plant God, plant it, Lord God, in, you know, fix this ground in us, you know, dig it up, Lord God, and make it a good ground so that the seed of your wisdom is planted there and it grows and nourishes us so that we are, Lord, in operation day in and day out as your ambassadors, your children, and the world will look to see you in us. We bless you for it in the name of Jesus Christ. And guys, it's been a real good breakfast. Hasn't it been a good breakfast? Oh, uh, we have dined sufficiently here. <laughs> it <Amen>. is delicious. <laughs> and uh, what we do at the end of that meal, we just go off and have a good old time. We get up, you know, we fellowship together. And so as we go on our way, I hope the music makes you smile. It never gets old for me. May our God bless your day. Wherever you are in the world, if it's the beginning, have a great one. If it's the end, have a great one. If it's night, rest well. We will see you later on this evening at 6. Hallelujah. And Pastor Thomas is at 8. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Sister Amy, I know he's pouring into you. And I ask that he just heap it up abundantly. And that every good work. 
that he ordained for you from the foundation of the world already in progress. God, we bless you and thank you so much. Glory, Have glory. a great God day, guys. You. God bless everyone. Amen. Amen. <laughs> See you later now. You later. Hallelujah.